Welcome to another episode of Life's 3x5's podcast. Liz and Tim have created the ideal conversation formula for them. Everything begins with what's on a 3x5 index card. It can be anything and it can go anywhere in 30 minutes or so. If allowed, they can somehow magically become connected by a single word. And now, today's unscripted and unpredictable conversation between two longtime radio friends from a remote location with Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. Are you hot? Yes, I'm hot. Are you hot? Hot. Isn't that a little boisterous of somebody to respond to that? Are you hot? Well, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Thank you very much for asking, Liz. So that's hot. Tim Larson, and I'm Liz Wilder, and this is our Life's 3 by 5 How and are you boy, guys? Boy, we've, we've had a lot of fun this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you tell everything because... This has just been too crazy for me. We again had one of those days where we do something ahead of time and then we sort of fart around mm-hmm. and then we sort of set up and then we sort of start <laughs> talking and start, you know, whatever we're doing. But the really sexy part of today happened this morning. Mm-hmm. We are at 317 Art Collective and it's in downtown Rockford. I originally knew about this company because we did a remote painting class. You did. Yeah, when the butterflies were at the Nicholas Conservatory, they had you buy into it, and of course they served the wine in the whole nine yards, and we obviously painted butterflies. And we took our son and his girlfriend, which I don't know, they were probably juniors in high school. We had a great time. Oh, wow. We've done it a couple of times afterwards. Some things turn out really nice. And sometimes you just want to throw it away as soon as you get home. As Laura would say, I'm, I'm thinking I, I'm not liking this now. How did you put that, Laura? I don't, I don't like it. I don't hate this. Yeah, I yeah. don't hate this. I don't hate this. And then this. she fixes it, and it looks cool. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's so cool. She said something that was having to do with it, like it should have been on a T-shirt. Like, I don't hate this as much as I did a little bit ago. Yeah, yeah right. Well, that <laughs> applies to pets and know, people right? and all kinds right? of stuff. But anyway. So, Laura uh, Gamel, who's an awesome, awesome artist and teacher, Yeah. yeah made me feel comfortable because I'm... The teacher in our family is my sister Marion. The artist in our family is my sister Marion. Jennifer's a teacher too, but Marion is so good as far as I'm concerned. She Mm -hmm. paints with paints, with acrylics, with drawing, with charcoal, with watercolor, with whatever. Wow. And it freaks me out. I I get stressed. (laughs) I look at a blank canvas and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I've known you for a long time and I've known you to just sort of jump into stuff, but this was the first time where you put on your brakes. I did. and I didn't even feel like I could come near you because you were just, you were going, how, how am I going to do this? How am I going to, I don't know. I'm on a diving board and I'm, <laughs> I'm three stories up and I don't like water and I can't swim. And it was like that. And I, I sort of felt bad for you, but Laura but really Laura, sort she's of. She's like, oh, you just do this. Pulled, There's no, I'm like, yeah. well, okay. Uh, so we did, we did abstracts, which yeah. Laura does not do a lot of abstracts, but when she does, holy oh crap, it's good. God, they're is this 11, 16, 16 by 20 size canvas? And of course, when it's an abstract, doesn't matter whether you do it horizontal or vertical. It does not matter. <laughs> Which does, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So does I, not matter how many layers you do. <laughs> it does not matter when you're finished. It just, and, and it looks better from far away. At least mine does. <laughs> mine looks better from far away as I'm looking at it now. Again, that gets back to pets and people. So, you know, everything is relatable. 
Can I tell you what mine was all about and what all was right. in my brain? All right. Okay, because this is what the artist is supposed to do, tell you all about right. their insights, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I was thinking I wanted to do this where I've got one side red, which represents me, one side blue, which represents my husband. And if you'll notice, the heart... Half of his heart is blue on my red side. Half of my heart is red on his blue side. Oh, and you put it together that. and it's blending. Look at it's that. Because we're married. Isn't that cool? Well, well, that's what I was thinking. That's what you usually are to a husband. Well, yeah, I, I know. But I, in, and I see I the little that. X's and the O's in there, too? I put little X's and O's in there. Hugs but, and kisses. But you know what's nice is it doesn't jump out at you. That what, once, the X's and goats? Yeah, goes? Once, once you point it out, I see it, and it makes complete sense, but it did not override what I see when I just look at it. You just thought it was patriotic? Oh, well, that's the, well, my God, this. that's the dumbass art person in me. <laughs> it's got some red and some yeah, blue. Yeah, I love my country, white. too, but yeah. I love my husband more. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So I know, I can, know, I know, but it's kind both. of fun. Yeah, you could do now both. Now that I look at it, <laughs> yeah. You know the and nice... so what was yours? What was your... Oh, hell, really? Yeah. I have, I have, I have absolutely <laughs> no explanation for it whatsoever. You know what well, it is? It's like throw some here and then pile some up and then do a little swooshy thing. And then, of course, the fingers that are on the left-hand yeah. side looks like something is trying to hang on. Either hang on, wave goodbye, or hit that punching bag, which yeah. what that and red it, circle looks like. I really want to do one, and maybe, Laura, this is something down the road. I would love to do one that is a square canvas okay. that's an abstract. When I hang it on the wall, I hang it this way. And then about three months later, I turn it oh. because it's square. And then oh. I turn it again. Well, but you could do that with this I, one. I could. On but, but the difference is I would want to also hang it as a diamond. Oh, yeah. So now you've got eight different ways to look at it instead of maybe one or two. That's what I want to do. Yeah, oh, because because you're doing diamond. four diamonds. I gotcha, I yeah, gotcha. and then four tops. Well, I was thinking one diamond. Okay, gotcha. No, yeah, yeah. each one. So That's cool. I don't know that that may be down the road. And I really like the uh, spatulas and the putty knives and stuff like that because you can make it uh, 3D. That's what I really liked about doing these paintings. That was fun. Yeah. I'm going to turn mine for a hey, second. By the way, Laura has got a community of artists here. These, these folks have been coming and going all day. They are pottery. They are charcoal. They are watercolors. There's all kinds of disciplines that these folks do. Some people live in the building. Uh, they have open shows that aren't necessarily for any particular reason. It's just because they want to put up a theme and pull in some people and show their work. Mm -hmm. So the one that they show now is Taboo. Mm -hmm. So any of those artists that want to just sort of be on the edge or make you look at it and go, oh, oh crap, what is that? And you, you sort of stand back on your heels a little bit. That's what they want you to do. I love it. I think it's cool. All the works are for sale. So if you like something. Uh, they are also going to do a uh, another, I call it a block party. I don't know if that's fair to call it a block party. Because uh, it, it encompasses more than just one block, though. No, no, no. The thing in June. It's more of an art and music festival. Art and music festival. But okay. you block off the street. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> block party. No, just taking up a whole block, yeah. a whole city block. But yeah. Pretty much kind of so, like that. So they have these sort of encompass areas that they build, mm -hmm. and then the artists do whatever they're going to do inside that enclosure, mm -hmm. 
and they encourage people to come in and literally immerse themselves. It's sort of like what they're doing in Chicago and Madison now with uh, Van Gogh or oh, Monet. Oh, yeah, the Van, yeah, Van Gogh. Gogh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you are... Inside the painting. Yeah, inside the You're shoulder event. deep into yeah. it. Well, that's what they are going to be able to do. And they bring out people that have vendors that are going to have really fun little sparklers and <laughs> feather wavers and stuff like that. So you can participate. Feather wavers. Yeah. And very unique food and uh, bands mm -hmm. that are going to be surprising you because mm -hmm. you think either by the name or what you've seen on their website or whatever, ah, I sort of know what these people are. And then when they start. Totally different. It's just, it's crazy. Totally so, different. Anyway, they've got a lot of things going on down here in downtown Rockford, and I'm really glad I connected with her because it opens us up to just crazy amounts of things that are going on. And I'll tell you what, if you've yeah. got some kids, you need to send them to Laura, too. Laura's got this group. Now, I forgot what it's called. Smarty Pants. Smarty Pants. That, how could Smarty I forget that, pants. Smarty Pants? You little Smarty, Smarty pants. pants. And I think it's from kids from ages 6 to 14. 317 artcollectivecom is the website for 317 Marketplace, and smartypantsrockford.com. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Do you have a toast today, by I do, by the way? I do. And actually, right. I'm kind of stealing it from our friend Kipper McGee. And mm. it's a perfect one, especially since we've got canvases, you know, they're square, kind of like a box. So here's our toast today. No need to think outside the box. Let's simply realize there is no box. There you go. Wow. How about that, that one? That really fits. Thanks, Kipper. That really fits where we are today. Yep. That absolutely one. does. Wow. Yeah, right? Hey, by the way, we've got some, I guess you call them shout outs with people that have become new listeners. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Mikhail and Polina are from Russia. Oh, I love that. Yes, Welcome, we've got listeners in Russia. Uh, we also heard from Sam Maxey. He's in Arlington, Texas. I have known Sam, oh, probably since he was maybe 11 or 12 years old in Scouts. Oh, wow. And believe it or not, he went to school as a chemist, and he is now working in a lab at a 3D printer manufacturer. Oh, how fun. Yeah, it's really sort of cool. So have you ever I, done one of those 3D printer things? I have not. I can't even imagine how it works. No. I mean, because I got my flat printer, and I'm thinking, well, how does it come out it is, 3D? It is the you know quintessential prototype vehicle for somebody says okay i see this how you've designed it but i need to touch and feel it but we don't need to make 500 of them yeah. before we touch and feel it now you print so one. it's like a one-off type. it thing. is a one-off it's so fun it is it's incredible so for him to be in the lab you know trying to figure out the compression and the velocity and all mm. that viscosity uh, and all the other stuff that needs to be in the materials that they print. I bet it's incredibly interesting to talk to him about that. I haven't yet, but I bet it's really cool to oh talk to him about Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't even imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can imagine all the things that I could create Yo. with a printer. Mm. Ooh, mm. that'd be fun. And only one. A microphone. We could yeah. do a microphone. Well, maybe not the real <laughs> microphone, but hey, are you like that. Are you into Olympics? I, I watched the ice dancing. I haven't watched much of the Winter Olympics lately. We have a Rockford tie. We do? Yeah. Piper Giles is in the uh, f sort of freestyle dancing, you know, with a partner. <gasps> really? But she represents Canada. Oh, well, dadgummit. I wish yeah. I would have known that earlier so, because then I wouldn't. I'll yeah. be watching Piper, for Piper Giles. Piper now, I, Giles. Re I really like uh, the Humble and Donahue team. I just think that they are so seamless yeah. and so smooth. Didn't they? They got third. I don't know what the standings because you know they had they that whole Russia drug thing and they didn't. Well, they I think in their in their, and I, I think know. they were bronze, but yeah. I'll have to go back and check. I, you know, when you say you're not a numbers person, yeah, 
that is the last thing that I pay attention to in any sport. I, what? I, where they rank? I swear. Where they rank, what the final score is, how many touchdowns. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I really don't. Did the football game entertain me? Did the skaters entertain me? I don't care about the numbers. They're not my cousin. I never cared. When really? Yes, when we play board games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even as a kid. No, play it for the fun. Who gives a crap who wins? Oh, my God. Well, then well, you... We'll, oh. Well, then, oh. We... Uh-uh. <laughs> it's... Uh-uh. Okay. Especially Monopoly. Oh, no. Oh. We are playing till I get everything. Okay, here is my footnote voice. Okay, and here... <laughs> this would be a reminder to self to never play board games with my lovely co-host. <laughs> I love her Mind. dearly, but she's I, very competitive, and I, she doesn't realize it. I see something on the horizon that I won't like. I will come out bloody. <laughs> you, you are will. like that. I could just see that no matter what you're doing, if you're shooting jacks or something, oh you would God. just you would just go to the bitter end. You know, when my husband and I were dating, we'd go to a bar and we we'd do darts. Oh yeah, and. and Oh, I, got, I wanted to beat him so bad. I got really competitive, and he's competitive too, so it was kind of fun. And you actually still got married. We still got married, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Hey, did you see Jamie Anderson on that uh, slope-style snowboarding? They were describing the biting of the winter weather up there, way up in the mountains, that it was as if they were stabbing you with an ice knife. Oh, gosh. Now, the wind was not that obtrusive, but just the raw cold and now these people are going down these gigantic mm. slopes and flipping 40 different ways and la- oh, yeah. I, I, I'll tell you it's fantastic it well, really is I know the bitter cold uh, only because I've been walking Katie and there were a couple days last week when I am dressed to the nines I mean I even had my sunglasses on you mean, because you mean you were fashionable I was fashionably warm <laughs> oh. I even, like I said oh. I was fashionably warm okay. because I even had my sunglasses on because <laughs> the cold the wind hurt my eyeballs yes it was just that bad. I mean, yeah. I was all bundled yeah. up. Now, see, today we're going to have 49 degrees. I know, it's beautiful. I have to and tell you, the ice on the river is melting. Yes. So but, now we just have to watch for flooding. But there's a system coming in. I know, that'll freeze it again. And, you know, when we do our next podcast, which is going to be on the tubing runs at Alpine oh, Hills, it's going to be maybe 23 degrees. Three layers. This is a day and a half from now. Yeah. Four layers, big, maybe. <laughs> go boots, and we're going to have GoPros and hot chocolate, and it's it's going to be everything. Hey, by the way, speaking of the Olympics, not yeah. necessarily the Olympics that are going on now, but do you have an Olympic story that is sort of timeless that you just remember that maybe connect with you one way or the other? Mm-hmm. When my nephew John Paul was little itty-bitty, we followed the Olympic torch. Because remember when the USA Today mm. would post it on the front cover? Mm-hmm. And we followed the pattern. Well, we were actually on our way up to Massachusetts to my family. And John Paul, who was little, I mean like second, third grade, little, you know, little, little, we were in the car together. And so we stopped ahead of time. We'd be watching. Okay, this is where they're going to go. Let's go up ahead of time. This is where they're going to go. The torch happened to be behind us by about a day. Oh. So we were in... Ohio or wherever, you know, whatever. We went up to Buffalo and we were up in Niagara because they were up in Buffalo. And so I said, you wait and then cheer them on when they come no, through. No, 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 no. We went on ahead of time because we had to be in Massachusetts at a certain time. Oh, because of the lobster. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> that had, and family. They were serving lobster. They were serving lobster. They always serve lobster <laughs> to us. I love that. But anyway, so, but we were just on a little trip, just my nephew and myself on a trip with Aunt Liz. Wow. And so Aunt Liz would take him to all these different places. And, you know, he's young and it's the first time in a hotel, first time, you know, in a oh, yeah. swimming pool. I said, John, we got to stop by one of those things where we're running low on money. And he goes, well, 
just pull some money out of there. I'm like, okay, you don't quite understand it. It doesn't work that way. Do you, have, do you have more yeah. checks? Because if you have more yeah. checks, you have you know, plenty you of money. money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 So that was the, that's the thing that stands out to me is that. And the other one is that my aunt Judy, Judy Wilmarth, got to actually carry the torch. I don't know reason why. I'll have to ask my family. I think it's because she was a volunteer or she was a member of the DAR or something. I don't remember, but she got to carry the torch for a little bit and in Chicago and we wow. all went and watched her. It's a heavy thing. Is it, it really? Is heavy. Yes, it's heavy. I have never known anybody to do that. Yeah, it's heavy. Wow, that's your homework. Let's oh, find, I will do that. Let's okay. find out why she ended up yeah, getting part of the... But it's, you, it's so cool. I mean, it was so cool. Do you think Jeff would know? Yeah, I'm sure he would. He would. Jeff Wilmarth, we're yeah. coming for you. Yeah. Jeff was uh, one of my very first clients, and then later on I find out that he's your cousin. Yep. I've got a couple of Olympic stories. We ended up vacationing just above Vancouver in Whistler. You know, of course, it's way after the Olympics, and actually we were there in the summertime, so, mm -hmm. you know, they weren't there for skiing or anything else. Right, right, right. But they had transformed the ski lift into transporting bicycles. These teams of four were coming from all over the world. Uh -huh. I mean, they would have their big Japan or Switzerland or whatever on their on their things. And they look like transformers, you know, where they're all kinds of armored. You know what I'm saying? Because when you come down that ski lift on a bike and you biff, oh, you're toast. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, yeah. and yeah, and and they would they would have them on one lift. So those mountain bikes. Yeah. So they would put their bikes on one lift, this thing that they had transformed it, and then they would ride up after their bikes and just pick them oh off and gosh. do their thing. And it was fascinating to see these people because it was their own. I don't know, like an X game sort okay, of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand yeah, that. I'm not really that. sure what the deal was, but it was along those lines. International. It was crazy. Mm. Um, I also remember that we were, this was the 1996 Atlanta Olympics, and we happened to be vacationing in a dude ranch in Wyoming at oh, the time. fun. You know, we've got these cabins that are surrounding the property, and then there's a common building where you go have meals, and they have the rangers come in from Yellowstone and do a little speech of some sort, and it's just sort of a common building. So we were there. And these ladies came in. They were probably in their mid-30s. They had come in on a late flight, and they came in from Atlanta. Oh, fun. Yes. Yeah. So, of course, they've got all the stories. Well, the night before is when the bomb went off in <gasps> Centennial Park. So they're telling about this because they were at the airport. They were ready to fly out. Well, fast forward about four weeks. I find out that one of my high school classmates, Bob Conklin, who was always part of the gymnastics at Auburn High School, mm -hmm. was part of the coaching team <gasps> for the Olympics. So he was there? He was there. Oh, my gosh. And this group of people, I don't know how many gymnasts they have, but let's say it's 25 oh maybe, possibly. They just all very collectively said, no, we don't want to go out tonight. Let's just order pizza and just let's just sort of hang out. It's been a rough couple of days with their oh competition. And they were headed to Centennial Park. Oh and gosh. some tap on the shoulder said, no, let's just stay in. And they avoided it. Oh, thank yes. God for that. Yeah. So then fast forward two more years, we bring up the Olympics again. And Danita Duncan, who I went to high school with... Oh, she said, well, you know, I went to the Olympics. I go, okay. Oh, that's sort of good. She goes, no, I went to the Olympics. I was a line judge. I go, come on. She goes, no, we saw the stuff in Atlanta 
and we were in the preliminaries and somebody asked if we were interested and we tried out and they were the line judges in Seoul, South Korea for badminton. Oh my gosh. Think about that. Isn't that weird? And if you don't bring up those conversations somehow, you would never, ever know that about those two people. Ever. Oh, that's wild. Ever. Okay, so two more two, two more stories. First okay. of all, the one I was thinking about when I was talking to you earlier about Buffalo and the yes. Olympics was yes. actually called the Summer Universat. It's the, uh, the 1993 17th Summer World University Games. And it was in Buffalo. And they had over 3,000 athletes there, you know, and, and doing these World Olympic Games. But they're all tied to a university? I can't remember. And I'll have to, I'll have to go check that okay. out. Okay. But I got to hold the torch for that and run it right past our radio station. That oh, was kind of nice. cool. So that was one thing. Nice. But then um, the other one that I was talking about was at the Atlanta Olympics. Okay. You want the one in Atlanta. Brian was there. Now, this is all before we got married and before we dated and all that good stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So he was there. And remember the bomber? At that point in time, they were looking for a, a white male, mm-hmm. 30s, something, 40s, whatever. Uh-oh. Well, yeah. Uh-oh. He had just been there. They were listening to a concert or something, and they were going to go to another place, and they had just left probably maybe a block, block and a half away, and the explosion happens. I mean, he felt, he goes, we were thrown. It was crazy. Um, but, yeah, he was a suspect because he's a white he, male. He fit Whatever. the image. He fit the image. Yeah, it was yeah. so generic. It was so generic back then. We were in high school. And, you, you know, the main intersection of Riverside and North 2nd Street. Yes, in Rockford, yes. And we were West Siders, so we were on the other side of town. And we were, I don't know, we went to a pizza place or something like that, uh-huh. you know. And it was a Saturday night. And somebody had robbed a <gasps> liquor store or something. I can't remember what the deal was. And, of course, the car was similar and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and, of course, they see four heads in the deal. And they pulled us out and put us across the trunk <gasps> and the whole nine yards. And then they got on the radio. They go, spread up. No, yeah. Down and spread up. Yeah, but, like, then, oh my gosh. but then they got on the radio and they said, oh, wrong guys. And they literally left us. They didn't say, hey, guys. Sorry. Sorry about that. Patting you on the back. I, you know, yeah. made you shit your pants. Sorry <laughs> about all that. You know, hope you clean up. Nothing. Nothing. Oh they just dropped everything and went hightailing it after whatever other lead they had for the same guys. Oh, my God. Yeah. So let's not. No, I would be freaking out big time. Yeah. I don't want that to no, happen again. No, no, wow. no. I've never been never been pulled over for that. Hey, do you have a um, three by five card? Uh, shoot. I don't. I thought I had it with me, but I, I don't. You got one? I got okay. one. Wondering, now this one comes from Evelyn in Littleton, Colorado. Oh, okay. So, Evelyn, thank you very much. Do you have a spooky cemetery story? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. You I do. do. <laughs> yep. So I'd say, yep. Have you ever told me no anytime I, I've asked? Well, probably I think, not. I think you've got quite the <laughs> library of. When we lived in Hannibal, Missouri, growing up, we lived in a house that was right next to a radio station, or I guess it was a TV station then. And then, okay, golf course, one house, our house, TV station, cemetery. Oh, my. Yeah, so we were very, very close. You yeah. could walk over there. And a couple times, you know, evenings, we'd just go out and go for walks and, you know, learn. Because we were brand new and, and Hannibal didn't know anything about it. Well, I had one of my girlfriends over. I'll never forget this. Her name is Denise Hall. Hi, Denise. Mm-hmm. She was spending the night at my house, and we were over walking amongst the gravestones. And my dad would say, careful where you step. They might reach up and grab you. What do you mean? Oh. Don't step on them. They might say something. So we were walking by, <laughs> and my dad would go, oh. You know, oh, no. oh, 
I'm oh, like, no. oh shit. Oh, oh watch no. it, watch it, watch out. And you then we he, raced back home. So he's in the distance. You don't know he's there? Oh, I know he's there, but oh, I don't hear him because, you know, gotcha. your back is to him and he's yeah, making yeah, yeah. these noises. You know, when he's a yeah. dad, of course. dads do those things. They do. Well, we go back into my our, our house and we're in bed, but we hear these creaking noises. And we're like, oh. Oh my God! What is it? Somebody's underneath our bed. You know, your kid, your know, your brain goes crazy. But it's so, got to be something. It was nothing. Oh, it was no, just my really? dad. You know, oh. creaking up the stairs, oh. checking up on you. Just and, you know, regular stuff. Yeah, it's just regular stuff. But that was wow. that was the funny story. Uh, this was something that I was not a participant in, but I heard about from my relatives in Virginia. Oh boy. Okay. And it is documented in 40 different ways to Sunday based on this old thing that happened. Okay. They had a senior prom and, you know, they had the great big dresses and yes, all that yes, stuff. Yes. This was like in the 1960s, 1970s, oh, something okay. like that. This was way back in the mountains of Virginia. Okay, so long dresses. Long dresses. Probably handmade. Yeah, yeah. small, small prom. Community, yeah. yeah. small community. And somebody dared somebody to go up to the cemetery. Now, the cemetery is our family cemetery. It's on the top of a mountain. You don't drive by it like you do cemeteries here. You have to intentionally go on up there. Oh. It's at the top of the mountain. Okay. That's part of the dare. Can you go up there, regardless of whether it's a cemetery or not, in the middle of the night? Oh, and the reason that we're going to know that you were there is here's a fork and you will stick a fork in Jeff Fields' grave. Jeff Fields. Very specific. There's a, okay. there's a side to that too. Okay. So. You didn't get dared. No, I was nowhere to be near. I hear these from my relatives. No, not <laughs> thought, at all. I thought maybe they no, dared you now much no, later. No, okay. no, no, no. Okay. okay. So they go back up there and they verify that they went up there to see that this fork was oh, stuck no. in the grave. And there she lays dead. Who? The girl that they dared in the big dress. Because when she went up and stuck the fork in the grave, it stuck through her dress. And when she stood up, she thought somebody was tugging back at her. And she died of a heart attack as a high school student. Oh, my God. Yes. So can you imagine... Oh, guilt, 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 yeah, guilt, guilt. That is really oh, hard to cover up wow. that one. So the mm. side note to Jeff Fields, the reason that they brought it to his to, to have the fork mm -hmm. put in his grave is because he was sort of the guy that had the cemetery story. He had his arm cut off, some like a farm accident or something like that, just below the elbow. And they buried his arm. Just his arm? Just his arm. Because he was fine, you know, and he died like 14 years later. But oh about God. six months after that, his stump would just hurt, just beyond hurt. And they could never find a solution for it. Well, here's this old fellow that's chewing tobacco, sitting there whittling on the front porch of the general store. And he says, you know what you do? You go up there and you, you dig, dig, up, up that. dig up that arm and flip it over. Everything will be fine. And sure as shit, they did. Well, if it's psychosomatic, maybe. You did know, it work? It did. Oh, my God. And, man, then, are you serious? And, and then he dies like 13, 14 years later, and they bury him next to his arm. Oh, my gosh. Which way was his yeah. arm? Was it face up or face down? It was face down. The palm was face down, and they turned it face up so you could see his fingers. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Isn't that weird? You know, when you were talking... I got the chills. Yeah. I got chills on my, that one. My mom still talks about... Oh. Uh, she lived across from a, a cemetery in Cherry Valley, mm-hmm. and she still talks about, because it's a big hill, you know mm-hmm. which one I'm mm-hmm. talking about, mm-hmm. that they would tie potholders to their elbows and their knees and roller skate down that hill because, you know, you're going to crash and burn on that oh, yeah. gravel and everything. But we never did roll- we, Now, we lived on a hill in Hannibal. We never roller skated down the hill, but we used to sled down the hill all oh, the time. I mean, yeah. it was a perfect, perfect hill for that. Yeah, and you just hope that you stop before you get in the cross traffic. Oh, no, well, there was a long <laughs> drive. I mean, it, there was a long flat part so you kind of got to curve around to the oh, right yeah 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 but you try to see how yeah. far you can go yeah you yeah know? oh of course to see. we're gonna get the farthest yeah the farthest. that's right and then when it's iced over then you oh, really, then you got really the slide yeah. yeah you really you know do. laura was mentioning uh, a couple things is she giving me a ticket oh no and is we she moved. giving me a ticket a spot. oh I got one too. god you and i oh god don't okay, they have stop. better things to do She's going to get us in bigger trouble. Oh, God. Thank you. I caught her. Yeah, she Did said, I wish you would have caught me before I wrote that. I said, I'm so sorry, so sorry. I just saw you. I just saw you. So I God. saved us from the ticket. Good for you. Wow. Woo-woo! I, I High-five me, please. I, I wouldn't, Thank you. I wouldn't have the gonads to go do Why? that. Why? Why not? I, I, it was a, it's a mistake. It was a mistake she made. And it's not even the same person that was here before. Oh, no? No. It was a guy that was here the first time. Man, I am sweating. All right. <laughs> okay. That emergency is diverted. Hey, huh. you, getting back to cemeteries, yes, you know okay. what I really wish they would have? And I know what? it would take a lot of work. But, mm-hmm. you know, Laura was talking about QR codes earlier. Yes, 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 yes. I wish... And maybe they do somewhere. You want QR codes on the cemeteries? Yes. Oh, gross. No, no. way. You know what? I hate those. No, no. hang on a second. Hang oh. on. Hang on. Hear me out. Oh, my God. She gives me, <laughs> she gives me, I just smelled something bad look. <laughs> I don't know that I do that with you. No, but I was like, oh, I hate those things. No. Well, yeah. I don't particularly care for the QR code, but right. do you hate it on a tombstone? Yes. Oh, my God. All right. Are you here, kidding me? All right. Here's my... Here's I don't even like it on the menu. Oh, God. I know. I don't like QR codes, but I think this is the only way to do it. Here's what I would like. Instead of John Smith, he lived between 1900 and 1957, and he was a loving father. I would like to know more about John Smith. That's the only reason. Go do so, your research. So <laughs> <laughs> You could just look him up. <laughs> Yeah, John Smith. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But do you understand my point? I do. If that, I do. If they, if they said he was a furniture maker and he immigrated, you know, he was an immigrant from a, mm-hmm. Italy or something, mm-hmm. like, that would be sort of nice to know. Mm-hmm. But that would be hard to put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still not selling you on this. No. Oh, my God. See, there you go. You want to create all those websites? No. No. I'm saying, no, I'm saying that... That at the funeral home, you pay your extra $1,000 to let them do it for you. Well, I'm, and that's the no, funeral home. Yeah, but, but I know it's a pain in the ass. I know, but I would like to know that history without doing the history. Doing Look them up. Google them. Google them. No, I am not a good Googler. I am Are you not uh, a good Googler? Oh, Are you my kidding God. me? I suck at Googling. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Google is so easy. You just go no, in and you no, just type the no, thing on. No, 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 oh there, my no. Oh, There's some cryptic phrase that somebody <laughs> uses that they have not made me privy to, and I 
sock at Oh, Googling. my God. Over and over and okay. over again. I cannot tell you. Over and over and over again, my clients, Heidi Onabaney okay. at the Blood Center is the okay. typical example. Oh, that, gosh. That we would talk about something, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, just, mm-hmm. you know, random, have nothing to do with products or anything. And we would come to a stumbling block where we wouldn't know. And she goes, well, just here. Hang on a second. I'll just Google Let's it. Google it. Yeah. yeah. And she would find it every time. And I said, Heidi, I swear, if I did that, I would come up with, ah, it's an error, ah, nothing found, ah, or I'm looking for a person and I get a cat video. It, oh God, I suck at it. I really do. So there's a number of people that have made answers for your question. How hard is it to get into Google? Why is it so hard to get use Google Analytics? Okay. Do you see this face? Look at, look at this. Are face. you giving me the? I the, am giving you the, the cemetery stink smell. Yeah, face. I'm giving. I'm giving you the cemetery <laughs> QR code face. That's what I'm doing because I don't believe that any more than you believe cemetery oh, things. Oh, that is too funny. Oh my god! What are you eating? Chocolate by the in my way? mouth. Yeah. Oh, the chocolate that you gave me, and I yeah. love it. Yeah. We don't like dark chocolate. A, I love dark chocolate, yeah. and it's better for you than milk chocolate. I know, but mm-hmm. I I don't like the aftertaste, so therefore mm. you benefit because anytime we get an assorted package, guess what? Mm. You benefit. Mm. You get it. And you remember Although I really shouldn't be doing any of this chocolate or the wonderful taffy that you brought to me. Do you remember when we mentioned that on the last episode? I do. I do. Oh, my, and I already had one. Did you? Yes. You wow. How did you talk? <laughs> How did you talk? You didn't even know that? No. Oh, it was very good. How did you you you've had two pieces of chocolate and a taffy yes. while I'm over here yammering <laughs> yes. and doing yes. all the work? Oh my god. Yes. What the hell? Oh my god, give me something. Oh, here, you never want some mind. Chocolate? No, I've got one. Would you like a piece uh, of taffy? No, I've got one. How about one of these that I brought for you? You might like these. Now, these are good. This is going to help you stay well. These are called ginger turmeric shots, turmeric but it's shots. made out of pineapple, ginger, and turmeric. Can I tell you that this this little looks like a specimen? It I does. know, but it it's does. not. It look, and it, and mm. you see, give me give me your finger. Do you see that right there? Oh yeah, that adds that adds more to the story. That little sticky stuff is from the tape that I didn't get off. Oh, stop. Oh, stop. I get where you're going, Mr. Oh, Taboo. No, no, okay. Oh, s- see? Do you see what she just did, Laura? I heard it. See? Oh, okay. I, I sort of feel proud Ba-dum-bump. of myself. You did very well. I feel proud of myself now, doing the you, Taboo it, it's thing. Gonna, I will tell you, it's going to have a little zing to it. Now, zing meaning? Zing meaning Tart? A, zing. You'll get a little. Tart? I don't know. Just You just got to try it. It's just, a, it's only like about two and a half oh. ounces. Oh, God. Three ounces. You don't have to drink it all if you don't want to. Just try it. I love it. I love it, but it's going to, see, it's got a little zing to it, doesn't it? Can you taste the ginger? The ginger, turmeric, pineapple. No, mine is more, um, Laura, you got a towel? Oh, yeah, we got Because I feel like I'm wearing this. <laughs> um, no, you know what I taste? I taste, thank you. I taste like lemon drop. Oh, no, that's. That's what I taste. I. It's I, made out of pineapple, ginger, turmeric, I, a little no. bit of pepper. No, I like it, and I mm. taste the pepper in it. Mm-hmm. That's got the kick into it. Yep. What is this supposed to do it for you? It helps your immune system so that you don't get cold. Because so, we're going to, you know, we're hot weather, and then we're going to cold weather, and then we're going back to warm, cold, warm, cold. So here, cheers to being okay. healthy. All right. So I've, I've never drank anything mm. from you out of a beaker, <laughs> but this is the first time. I feel like I'm... It's I, not a beaker. No, I think you did something in the lab and then you're bringing it's not this a beaker. it is oh it absolutely it is not is. a beaker you it know is. what this was from the beginning this was from spices oh this no was a can I, of, no a i would spices. no i would guess it would a be like vapor rub no god That's... no vapor rub is in a blue jar oh oh now we're getting all <laughs> color specific now that hey, she went we out are painting now, you know? now that she went out and saved my parking <laughs> ticket she's standing on the color wheel 
Nice. Oh my God, we've been down that road oh, before. Boy, oh boy, my boy. God. Yeah, have you man. gotten over that green thing? I know she didn't use green in your painting. You no, have. You I have did. a green I was, issue. Do I? You do. I you do? do. You are all well, I, against I'm pistachio not because my bedroom green. is green, but it's not that. It's not puce. No, it's not puce. It's no. puce is just an ugly color. I don't know why people see puce is a perfect name for it. Hmm. Makes you throw up. I'm gonna take. Oh my. Oh. See, you got the little zing, didn't you? Because you got ginger on that one. <coughs> you better take a drink of your drink. <laughs> Should I have shaken it? Yeah, probably. <coughs> okay. But that's Here. okay. Now you know for next Here time. Here we go. And I'll bring you another one. Next time I'm going to bring you some beet juice. And that's really, <laughs> he gave me a side eye look. Okay, so this is all because I'm doing this healthy kick. I know. Uh, and you know that, right? So I'm, I'm actually on, and this is a no-no for me, the sugar right now. I'm actually on a cleanse. God love you. I'm doing a, a healthy God cleanse because I think it's good for you and you need to. Um, and I gave my husband this too before he left and he's like, oh, this so, is good, honey. So, so he goes to the convention, no. has <laughs> diarrhea for three days, and then comes back and no. says, thank you, honey. No. Oh, my no. God. Yo, are you telling me I'm not far off? No, I'm not oh, saying that. No, 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 because no, no. there, there's different kinds of cleansing. There are cleansings. You you have all your crap come out the bottom of your feet. <laughs> the, your I've, feet? Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, no, I've, I've seen not that. seen no, that. No, they, they, put, they put adhesive things on the bottom of your feet. Really? Yes, and in the morning, they're black. Because what? they could, yes, they come out of your feet. It's, it's, oh, God, oh, my God. I don't even know what to tell you about it. Is it oriental? I mean, is no, it from? No, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know where like, it's from. Like Asian medicine? Asian medicine, Asian, I, I don't know. <laughs> Laura's giving me trouble. I don't know what it. I couldn't figure out if it was. I was gonna say Chinese or Japanese. I uh, is it Oriental? That's oh what God. came out. Are you are you halfway through your wine? I because even started that, actually. Are you serious? I'm serious. Wow. Yeah, I've been dealing that, on chocolate. That would be I'm a really, sugar buzzing right that would now. Be a really good excuse for what you just said. Is if you were halfway through. Yeah, no. I went to Hot Springs, Arkansas. Have you ever been there? I lo- yes, I love that place. Okay. Went to Hot Springs, Arkansas. I was down there visiting my dad, and I just ended up going down just a little bit further and do some photography and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. And did you go to the bathhouses? I did. Oh, aren't those cool? And and they also have a bar in downtown Hot Springs that they use the water to do the beer. Yes. And it's mm, really good. Uh, I don't know if, if you it's, like beer. That is. Yeah, I don't know if it's part you know psychological or not, but either it's way, dirty, bad yeah, we were good to go. No, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. So I bought into this afternoon thing. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for me telling this story. <laughs> okay. Because I don't just jump to, hey, <laughs> I do, Liz, like I do. <laughs> you ever tell you about that time I was in the bath in Arkansas? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> no, I don't do that. So, well, at least not this time. <laughs> so I bought into this afternoon massage, uh-huh. and it's it's a series of things. Okay. And <clears throat> I happened to be there in the off season because I was I'm right. not going for vacation. I was going down to visit my dad. Right. The guy sees a Chicago Cubs logo on my polo shirt. Mm -hmm. And he said, since you're from the Chicago area, you know, we can uh, do an Al Capone tub. We can do a Babe Ruth tub. Or we know the tub that Joe DiMaggio Uh was in. Which one did you go to? Babe Ruth. Ah, right. And Babe Ruth's a big guy. I know. So it was a big tub. So these are in the 1920s. This is Bathhouse Row yeah. in the middle of downtown Little Rock. It is. I mean, not Little Rock, Hot Springs. Yeah, and I can't remember the name of the hotel, but it is the most prominent hotel right Was there it on the, the corner. Was I can't remember. Arlington Hotel is one that's right on the corner of the huge hotel. That's hotel, the one I was in. Arlington, yeah. okay. Yeah, So I get into this tub, 
And there was this guy that was my assistant or whatever yep. you want to call it. Yep. And he was from the Chicago area. So, of course, we're talking things back and forth, back and mm-hmm. forth. And he does his deal and I'm there and whatever. And at the end, when it's time for me to get out, he said, is there something wrong with you? Can I ask you that question? Uh-oh. And I said, well, yeah, I have leukemia. And he says, uh, this is why I asked. He says, you see the suds in the tub is brown like you would have a root beer float. Oh. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. He says, now, if you came down here and you were an alcoholic or you were on your deathbed or you just had something, I mean, severely wrong with you, all this would be black. because really? Because it pulls all those toxins out of you and puts it in the soap suds. Ah. Yes. So then he took me over and he takes these towels out of the tub, which had ice cubes in it. And he wraps me yep. in these towels. Oh, my God. Oh, my, everything shriveled on me. <laughs> then, whatever that time frame was. Yeah, I'm glad you thought it was funny because it was not funny to me. So then he puts me in a sauna uh-huh. for seven minutes. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. That's the other extreme. Uh-huh. And now you got things just falling off of you and out of you. Well, then he turns me over to the massage guy. And that guy used to be one of the massage therapists at the Minnesota Vikings National Football League. Oh, wow. Yeah, didn't want to live in the cold anymore. So that's why he's down there. Oh, wow. I was the only person in the entire side. You know, there's a men's side and a women's side. Men's side and women's side, right. It was really, really enjoyable. I would do it again in a minute. Cool. And here's the weird side to this. Okay. The guy kept saying, I know a story with Rockford somehow. I know a story. And of course, he's trying, he's trying. He goes, please do not leave after, after your massage without yeah. seeing me because I may have thought about it. Right. I go, okay, fine. Well, sure enough, I was done getting ready to check out. And he goes, I got it. My grandparents owned an ice cream store on the way to the airport on the south side of Rockford. I said, was it called Bing's, Bing's? Drive-In? And he goes, that was it. Oh my gosh, really? Uh, yes, his grandparents oh owned gosh. that. Oh my gosh. Yep. How cool is that? You know, you get that way by talking with people and stirring it up. and. So yeah. when you get a massage, do you talk to somebody or do you, are you real quiet? My normal person, it is a yammerathon mm-hmm. because she's always got stuff for me and I've always got stuff for her. Your normal person? You mean your normal masseuse? Yes. Okay. So if but, you're just going somewhere, somewhere but, out of the, yeah. like down to Little Rock. About, about, half, or, I mean, hot about, about half and half. Okay. Uh, just this last week, I had to go to the same facility that I go to, but my person was not available, uh-huh. so I got this other gal. Okay. You know, she was very nice. I mean, just very, very personable, but sometimes you just don't have necessarily the content. Okay. You know, you don't have the commonality. So I bet we talk maybe about 30% of the time. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. It's mm-hmm. just, it just sort of varies. I talk all the time. So when they're rubbing me, I'm like, oh, this really feels good. How long have you been doing this? Oh, really? Yeah. What's your favorite? Blah, 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 blah. My yeah. husband is like zip nothing nothing Nothing. no i can't do that it's like well did you tell him where you hurt nope (laughs) you didn't tell him that you're like your shoulder hurts well you know that's they figure it out here's the extent of the conversation Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, God, that's good. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's funny because he will never talk and but i find out everything about him and it's i like that Mm. i like finding out about people yeah Unless they get going down a path that I don't want to go down, I don't want to hear about their cat problems and you their medical problems. I know. I just, or I just do the big groan thing. Like, oh no, oh no, God, don't do that. Oh, and then I, com- I completely fake it. I do. Yeah. I- 
Oh, did you hear that? He it. fakes it. So watch out. He might be faking all this fun stuff. Oh, oh, you never know. I am not faking this fun stuff. Are you kidding me? Oh, I wish you guys could have seen his face oh, on that one. Oh, my God. No. I think my wine is done. I think, I think, yeah, so, I think he's, he's going to pick up his bat and ball and go home. <laughs> and that was not a metaphor. Oh, yeah. And it is probably about time for us to head out. Hey, thanks for listening. And thank you, Laura. This has been so much fun. You guys got to come down and see her. If you're ever in Rockford and you want to learn how to paint or see something or grab some great artwork, this is the place to be. Yeah. This is Life's 3x5s. I'm Tim Larson. And I'm Liz Wilder. Until next time, we'll see you. Take care. Thank you for joining Liz Wilder and Tim Larson. If you'd like to offer a conversation topic suggestion or contribute to the tip jar in support of this podcast, visit lifes3x5s.com. In the meantime, watch our Facebook page for more reasons to join us at another remote location for more unscripted stories on Life's 3x5s.